Live from the island of Misfit Toys, it's Super Gamecast 2 with your host, Bronson Fiore. What is up, everybody? It is a beautiful Sunday morning on December 18th, 2022, and you are listening to Super Gamecast 2. I'm Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome and very sick Aaron Rowe. That's high energy. High energy for this podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, our mod mommy in her best Christmas attire. No kidding. The lovely Emily Hulslander. Well, technically speaking, it's not Christmas specific. It's a holiday sweater. Oh, okay. Because there's no like okay. ads or reindeers or anything. It's speaking of Christmas. We we uh-huh. don't we don't have to be corp we don't have to be all corporate here. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's just us watching coffee. Like all this sweater is. Uh, speaking of Christmas, I got myself a little something. Okay. okay. Look at that. Mommy's oh. working Disneyland style. Hell yeah. Nice. 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 That's cool. It came yesterday and I was just like, yay, I'm so happy. Nice. Uh, Amazon finally got me for noise canceling headphones. There you go. I finally did it. Yep. To, to, uh, the, I got the Bose Be Quiet 45s. Those are good. Yeah, so first time having Bose anything, I usually buy Sony or Astro. Right, yeah, weird to hear yeah. you not rocking the Astros, but... Well, right. Astro doesn't have a noise-canceling option. That's kind of um, crazy. And it's weird, it's very weird. They have a Dolby Atmos option, which is what these are. Okay, Um yep. So, yeah, uh, and then, like, the Sonys are just... Like, they, 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 like, went back up in price after Black Friday, and I was like, dude, I'm not paying $350 for yeah. headphones. No, not not for ones that are like going to be on airplanes and shit with me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and rounding out the group, our own uh, HR representative. Yes, the HR ninja Jesse Pewitt. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Day. Good day. Good day. Night. Well, I don't know. Good day. Whatever time it is, wherever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, it could be noon. Could be two in the morning. Someone could be listening to this podcast blackout drunk at eight a.m. Absolutely. <laughs> More power to you. Yep. There are people, much, yeah. We have the statistics. There are people from all over the world that have listened to our podcast a number of times. So who knows what's going on? Exactly. You know, we have one uh, person you know, that's listening like smack dab in the middle of Moscow. And I'm just imagining like Putin. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. Oh my God. Hi to the Moscow oh person. God. Anyway. Yep. Hi, Moscow guy or girl mm-hmm. or they. Um, oh, what a day. What a day. It's a yeah. beautiful day uh, outside. At, at Emily, by the way, your, your holiday shirt comment reminded me of interaction at work where we were in a team meeting. <laughs> and they're like, and like my boss's boss, like, okay, we're going to be doing Secret Santa. And my boss is like, remember, you got to say holiday gift exchange. <laughs> And she's just like, <laughs> and, and, and remember, and she's just like, oh, shut up. It's Secret Santa. Fuck and, off. And, and, and then he's just like, see, this is why she's going to get taken into HR. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Santa was not created, but is popular today due to uh, the influence of capitalism so clearly the correct move is to move santa into doing hanukkah services and kwanzaa services santa yeah, serves all of these people to diversify really like honestly <laughs> it's the right business move 
<laughs> and and that is this week's podcast title. Santa needs to diversify. <laughs> Look, he's he's, uh, he's he's all about ho- ho- holly jolly holidays now. Um, the, the fair, yes. He'll he'll, uh, he'll take a Merry Christmas, but he'll also take a Hanukkah too. He's fine. He you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, and then now Hanukkah the catchphrase right in his Happy Merry Christmas Hanukkah. So you cover <laughs> all of the bases. He's got Happy evil. Yule. Um, all these elves caught on to this talk about unionizing. He's got to pay these fair wages. You know, it's just <laughs> damn. Um. So, so. Hey, we are. Let's let's talk about the happy thing that. Mm, excuse me. Excuse that you. is news. Yeah. The news um, games industry news happy. can be happy. It can be happy. Is there a lot of happiness week? It is. Uh, <laughs> often it is. It's just like game industry news can be happy. Often it is not. Often it is not. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, this one I have mixed oh feelings about. Yeah, uh, th- this one is a kind of a bummer because, like, if you've ever read anything about this dude, he's probably the smartest man on the planet. He chooses to make video games and rockets. This man is the reason Doom exists. Yes, and then like Quake and like yep. lighting. The, yeah, the, like all these the fucking, goods. All the good stuff. Yeah. That's him. Like, uh, was it binary space partitioning? I think that was John Carmack who that did that called? shit. Okay. Uh, well, no, that's that's where like the game is only loading the assets you are using, mm. so, which is like, essential for, for a video game of a huge size. Yeah. So basically, like Doom couldn't run on computers of the day, mm. like realistically, like the way they did them at the time. So like what he did is that the game only loads what you're looking at. Which is huge. Yeah, it's uh, there. There's a whole video on it I can send you guys, but anyway, the, the, the news story uh, for today: is, uh, John Carmack is leaving Meta and says, "quote This is the end of my decade in VR." Uh, uh, John Carmack. Decade? Yeah, he was there yeah, with uh, oh, Oculus. God. Yeah, the VR is Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus! Uh, this is this is why this podcast is like. It should just be called Boomer Gamers. <laughs> That's what it um, is. That's what it is. Uh, all right. So the John Carmack, the programmer and co-founder of id Software, known for working on Wolfenstein, Quake, Doom, um, said he's stepping down from Meta. He joined Oculus in 2013 as chief technical officer before the company was acquired by Meta then known as Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would then reduce his role in the company just five years later uh, with a new consulting CTO role to focus on his new startup, Keen Technologies. Uh, that has to be, a, that's a reference to Commander Keen, another game yep. he made. It yes. has to be. Uh, um, we have a ridiculous amount of people and resources, but constantly self-sabotage and squander effort. Carmack oh. said in a Facebook post detailing the reason for residing from his position at Meta. There's no way to sugarcoat this. I think our organization is operating at half the effectiveness that would make me happy. Based on Carmack's post and tweets, he seemed unhappy with the way things are currently going at Meta, noting in one tweet that he had been pretty frustrated with how things get done at Facebook and Meta. A company burning cash into its reality labs division as uh, as it prioritized making software in VR headsets designed for the metaverse in mind. 
Even for his departure, Carmack voiced his displeasure about the current direction Meta is going in. Most recently, in an October following the Meta Connect event, he noted uh, there is a bunch that he's grumpy about. Regarding the current meta VR outings, he expressed frustrations with things as Quest 2, which he felt did not provide a good user experience due to its frequent updates. Fucking right. <laughs> uh, and not being a fan of the company's latest and expensive headset, the Quest Pro. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, uh, if you're, you know, the Quest Pro, if you're going to buy one of those for $1,500, just go buy a fucking Index. Right. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's... Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it. Like, you know, that this is the thing that I feel a lot of people who are in this position deal with, which is working for a giant mega corporation sucks. Yep. Yep. It, it sucks, but it's in many ways essential because of the money that comes along with it or the benefits or just it's what's available in your area. And, uh, you know, like, especially for someone like John Carmack, who, if you've ever read about the guy, this, all this dude wants to do is sit in a room and code. Mm -hmm. That's all he wants to do. Yeah. Code and lab. That's it. Well, this is a really frustrating thing because this is one of the, the greatest minds in the gaming space and pushing technology forward. And he's been working on VR stuff. And it, it really says a lot about, meta's dysfunction and inability to prioritize properly that he's just like look i can't get any cool stuff done we're sitting here trying to make a headset that makes meetings in the virtual space and it's like no one wants to do that and like and then by concentrating on that we do not make our usability as a headset any better and that's a problem like we need people to adopt these things and actually use them uh, before we get anything else done, and if we don't make the user experience any better, then what? The, what are we doing? Yeah, no, exactly. And and we've been saying about this about VR for fucking ever, mm-hmm. right? Like, like we've been saying that like the experience on this sucks. It it's bad. It's not a good thing. Um, you know, like it, the 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 fact that oh, you hook it up wireless, but. The, like I'm, I'm like six feet away from a super nice router, and there's lag. Yeah, or hiccups. Yeah. You know, like there's the fact that okay, then you hook it up wired, and it has compatibility issues, or it shits a chicken trying to update, and every time you turn the fucker on, it needs an update. Oh, you didn't play it for a lo- like a week or two. Battery's dead. Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and oh, we're gonna hike the price on it as well because we fucking we're not just gonna make money on the software like a console manufacturer. Fuck that. Right. Um. Yeah, and like you know, at the end of the day, you need good ass software to drive the hardware. And like Facebook obviously doesn't under fucking stand that what they're doing is not you know a lot like is is not interesting like they're trying to force the shit and it's not interesting right um yeah so vr is in this in this moment right now where they need to figure out a lot of usability issues and that's far more important than a lot of anything else that they're trying to do to make this they're like trying to get apps for various companies to get on their vr headset but that's like jumping a few spaces ahead of 
let's make this something that is good and easy to use so that it can be a good experience for whatever you uh, end up using it for. Uh, and it's just, they are, uh, it's, it's really bad. <laughs> and they, they're just, they don't have the right priorities in mind that it shows. And so mm-hmm. what, yeah, did, what well, did I read? Uh, Carmax go into like an AI thing now. Yeah. He has an, he's part of an AI startup, which him, uh, him and, uh, some people from MIT, uh, and uh yeah he says um you know like that's good yeah, for the ai world know. you know yeah you know you're you're getting a fucking great mind and we there were plenty of conversations this week about open ai's gpt3 where it's like writing code mm-hmm. that would take a person like days yeah. in like an hour you can write youtube oh. scripts with it you can write <laughs> songs with it like there's there's all sorts of stuff you can do with it man um yep um, and there's like the, all the AI like filters for photos and stuff. Yeah. Um, if it was like out of nowhere within the last two weeks, a AI has like suddenly hit the mainstream and everybody is talking about it and using it. Yeah. yeah well, cause, yeah. Cause it's starting to filter into our daily lives with the fucking face filters and like the coding for you shit. Like there's, there's one that like you type what you need for an Excel. Sh- like uh, Stella sent me this. Um, it's more of a bot than an AI, but still, like, you type what you need into an Excel sheet, or, like, to, or you type what you need in this program, and the AI gives you the Excel code. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, wow. I started using that at work this week, yeah. yeah can you send me the link for that, please? Insane. <laughs> insane. Do me a favor, the, DM me the link for that, boy. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it right now. Uh, yeah. But it, it's crazy, like, just what is going on in the world of, of AI, like, I used to think that, like, oh, I work in HR. That, that can't be automated. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, like for the for the Stella's, company's purposes, nah. No, nah, Stella's Stella's like learning Power Platform, and she's like, bro, I'm already trying to automate at least half my job. Like, and my like, you know, and I was like, yeah, they can probably automate our jobs. And it's just like, well, like, I've been learning about Power Platform, and with Azure Cognitive Services, like, it can already read and understand documents. And I'm like, then how the fuck do I have a job still? <laughs> <laughs> like, if it can read and interpret the documents, that means it definitely can enter them because we've made macros to do that. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do we still have work other than emailing back the partners? <laughs> like what? Um. Okay. Yeah. No. So uh, th- this this is a bad sign for VR. And maybe the like the, the only thing that really gives me hope for VR is Sony throwing money at it. Mm-hmm. But right. That. Sorry. Good. No, I was just agreeing with you that there's the only saving grace right now is Sony. Right. Because like. Because, like, and even them, like, okay, 550 for a headset if you already own the console kind of sucks, but yeah. not the worst thing in the world. But if they get, like, but, you know, as always, it's it's software at the end of the day that's going to drive this shit. Mm-hmm. And yep. if they put out a just fucking amazing, uh, just absolutely amazing uh, set of games for it, people are going to buy it. You know, like I know gamers, they'll they'll make they'll make that shit happen. Uh, but like until that happens, this is not good. 
yeah. for, for the VR space. Like, you know, like Iron Man VR was not a hit last year. Among Us VR could be cool, but like, you know, who's going to like, okay, so Stella loves that game. And I, and I talked to her a good amount about it. And um, I, she, I, you know, I actually bought it to try it uh, with her. And she wants me to see if I can get like a good posse because she said it's at its most fun with 10 people. Hmm. That sounds about uh, right. Yeah. So if any of y'all want to play Among Us sometime on stream, we should do that. Anyway, um, but uh, but anyway, so it's, it's most fun with ten people. I'm like, I'm trying to think about like convincing ten fucking people to sit in with a VR headset on to play Among Us. Yep. I don't think it's too different from like trying to get twenty people to raid, right? No, it's harder because people are people are already playing the video game for the raid. You don't have to buy extra hardware for that shit. Yeah, you, uh, you would need people that already have it. Yeah, and like, I, I think out of like, we all have VR headsets except M, right? I have. Yep, I've got a Quest too. Yeah, I got a Quest too, also. Um. So, but like, most people I know don't like. I know. I know Stella doesn't. I know Parker doesn't. I know Quinn. Quinn has one because his ex-girlfriend gave him one when they were dating. Ah. Um, but he wouldn't buy one, and he's barely used it. Right. Um, like, just... Most people I personally know, like, just don't have one or, like, want to pay the money for it. Or they have one and they haven't fucking used it in forever. Right. Yeah. So. And it's, you know, they... There just need to be more games coming out to good quality games more more good quality games coming out on vr and uh the support it just isn't there right now um so no you need you need developers who are making like half half life alex like experiences and that's just not happening right now so until that starts happening um i don't know john carmack i want you to make video games again please <laughs> he just got out please <laughs> please <laughs> Uh yeah. It would be nice. Well, as you all know, when you try to get out, they just pull you back in. That's true. Uh, That's right. That's similar right. to Blizzard's Chris Metzen. Oh lord. Oh So my. the fine uh primary writer and creative lead on Warcraft one through three and uh StarCraft and Diablo and all the World of Warcrafts up until uh, Legion was uh, was until Legion was Chris Metzen, mm-hmm. and so that's a pretty good track record. And uh, he he left uh, in, at the end of Legion and went to go retire and run a board game company, uh, and that went pretty well. But uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, he he's back at Blizzard now. Uh, in a post, uh, John Height, general manager of Warcraft, says. It is with great joy I announce Chris Medson, in all caps, has joined the Warcraft leadership team as a creative advisor. Chris's focus initially will be on World of Warcraft, then he will expand to other projects across the growing franchise. Chris was one of the original team members working on the Warcraft universe back in 1994, and we are so happy to be reuniting with him and the world he helped create. So, yeah. That's um, a good sign. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is the voice of Thrall. Uh, he was the creator of Soldier 76. 
Um, and he, uh, yeah, had a 23 year career with the company and he was not one of the people that was involved in the bullshit last year. Right. Um, yep. Uh, no comments directly, uh, for him or from him about this. Okay. Um, you know, but yeah, uh, good, good sign. Good, good sign. Um, I, I that just let me tell you, Blizzard has been getting all W's the past three months, and I'm so concerned. <laughs> like, I was just like, all right, when are they gonna fuck it up, boys? Right, yeah, what is gonna happen? Dragonflight is awesome. Like, I, I had a, you know, last night, Jarek and I were running keys at a fucking blast. Um, you know, like, we, I ran keys with Anthony Link and Jerica on Thursday, also a fucking blast uh like just it is the it is the most fun i've had with world of warcraft since legion nice uh we'll, we'll talk about more of that during the what we've been playing section but man yeah and this is such a good sign uh chris is a really good writer like and that's obvious like if you've played warcraft 3 like just you know um except for the whole thrall jesus thing but yeah that was <laughs> him going, yeah but man if you were like i get it cuz he was going through a weird phase in life like if you if you uh do he did like a four-hour interview about his career on the instance like a year or two ago, and like yeah, you you kind of get the understanding of why that happened. Hmm. Um. And to be fair, even that wasn't awful. It it was definitely not nearly as bad as Shadowlands or some of the stuff in BFA. Uh, also, but yeah, and he's the voice of Thrall. Who doesn't love Thrall? A lot of people apparently. <laughs> really? Do, yeah, do people cause he's, it's because he's orc jesus he's always the savior well except like he hasn't been for a while well, not, not lately because medicine's gone right well uh, <laughs> well no because like after because like he wasn't really around in miss and then in warlords he like kind of just murders the fuck out of garrosh and then fucks off and then in legion he gives the shamans their special super weapon and then just fucks off again. Hmm. And in BFA, he helps with the rebellion, and now he's the orc leader again in the Horde Council. So, like, he, has, he hasn't been, like, a big focus for a while. Oh, Shadowlands, he also, like, re-met with his, like, met his mom in the afterlife. That was a, that was a touching scene. That was cool. Yeah, it was pretty, but, that was pretty cool. But, yeah, like, well, yeah. I guess a lot of people don't like him because of the, the center stage he takes. Well, yeah, and like you know, he he was like the star of Cataclysm. Like mm-hmm. he got, he got he got two fucking books, or he was a big part of one book, and then got a book, and then fucking got like this, and was like the essentially the main character of Cataclysm, which a lot of people see the start as the downfall. But like, I always like Thrall. I've I've loved Thrall. He's he's the only Horde war chief where I don't just roll my eyes and go, God, you suck. Uh, so. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Ho- hope this is a good sign. Well, d- d- Jesse, real quick, because you you are a big Warcraft lore guy like myself, uh, or you have been at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what's your take on this? I am cautiously optimistic. I don't know. I, like I, I'm, I'm getting disenfranchised with WoW as a whole. I think. Like I, I, I don't think I found a class in Dragonflight that I like yet. Uh, but. From a lore perspective, I think it's a good sign. I think it's a good sign from a lore perspective. Um, I don't know. I feel like 
the higher ups were like, we need somebody to like write this shit because we don't know what we're doing with lore. But I also feel kind of like Chris is like, you guys are fucking it up. <laughs> My baby. <laughs> take, take, take me back. You guys are fucking it up. <laughs> and it's probably, it's probably some combination of the two, but I, th- I think the lore will be better for this. I just don't know when we're going to see the results of this. Cause they, they, in that preach interview, they said they worked like two expansions in advance or whatever. Right. Um, so what, so yeah. So basically the way I understand it is like with the launch of Dragonflight, they're halfway done with the development of the next one. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Then, so, 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 so when are we really going to see the writing piece like come into play that the players can see like it's great to bring him on now but when when are we going to see the results of that that move uh probably 11.1 yeah that would be my guess yeah yeah um and and to be fair they might go back and edit some stuff for the dragonflight patches sure like i I could totally you know because because they they do they develop the patches relatively in real time right so like those those I could see him being effect on, but as for like main story, um, yeah, it's gonna be at least the next expansion. Um, but like th- you know, that said, I don't think Dragonflight story has been bad at all. I, I enjoyed it. I, well, it's I, been I it's been interesting enough. I've, I just got to the the final zone. Um, I'm like I want to see through the end of the the lore at least, but I'm just like not not. Yeah having a great time well and yeah you're playing which classes i'm playing a, i've tried evoker i've tried shadow priest uh and i've tried marksman hunter i've heard hunter's awesome everyone i know who plays fucking hunter won't shut the fuck up about it <laughs> i don't i don't know i think to be honest and i'm not i'm not saying like i'm i'm a, a great player uh but these like evoker has four buttons uh hunter has a few buttons shadow priest has a shit ton of buttons and i'm just like i don't know what to do uh dude shadow dude i i saw i saw so i look up different rotations for classes out of curiosity and like i looked at shadow priest and uh arcane mage and i'm like this is literally the second and third most mmo complicated mmo complicated rotation i've ever seen Yep. Like the the number one is still elementalist in Guild Wars two, but like holy fuck, like damn dude. Um like um yeah, I don't know, because like the the classes that I play have been super fun. Um but we'll we'll get to that and then what we've been playing. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I think this is a g- great sign for the company moving forward. Uh, I think Dragonflight has been awesome so far. I've been having a great time with it, um, you know, and we'll see where they go with it because you know we we I I have had this I've had this happen where an expansion will launch and I will think eh, it's kind of rough and then love it like Mr. Pandaria. I will have an expansion launch and love the launch Shadowlands and the rest of it is shit. Yep. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's a uh, it th- these games have a long tail and you kind of don't know how good the expansion is until you're halfway through it. So that's like 8.2 or, you know, the point two patch. OK. Um. All right. Moving forward. Moving uh, forward. Hogwarts Legacy is delayed on old shit. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I've got games to 
plague to kill time until then. So it's it's good. it's almost like they just need to stop doing this. It's almost like that's what they should be doing. Um, you know, so Hogwarts Legacy will launch on April fourth for PS4 and Xbox One, and July twenty fifth for the Switch. What is the Switch version of that game going to be? Fuck. Um, terrible. It's going to be terrible. But like, yeah, like, dude. And yeah, like the the PS5 version, uh, the tenth of February, and then if you get if you get the early ac- the version has early access February seventh, so is what it is. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, I do just let the like I get that the, there's not a ton of these new consoles out, but there's enough to where you can make money. And they're getting easier to get. Like, I'm pretty sure I can still get a PS5 directly from PlayStation. They keep fucking emailing me about it. That's what damn sure. <laughs> yep, I keep getting emails about it. Like, hey, you should buy another PS5. I'm like, why? I'm just like, I've already bought three, but thank you. Not for me, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. Like, you want for yeah. every room in the house, including the bathroom. Exactly. That means I would need... Bathroom, kitchen, roommate's room, living room, my room. I would need five PlayStation 5. Um, Jesus, fuck! That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. I don't even want a second PS5. Well, yeah. Um, uh, you know, maybe down the road, uh, if I have another person living here, that would be something to consider. Yeah, you should just buy any PS5 except the digital one right now. Okay. On the PlayStation Direct website, like you can just get the console, not even a bundle, five hundred bucks. Nice. Uh, so I got a bunch of games on sale too. Get a get a hard copy of that Death Stranding Director's Cut for twenty dollars. Hell yeah, that's right. Um, I don't. I, my my stance on this is they just did cancel the old gen versions and put time and money into the new thing. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think they'll cancel. They'll cancel it as they get closer to that date. You think? I think we're too close. Yeah, it feels, it feels like we've gotten so close now. I could see them being like, you know, Switch just isn't happening. Just from what what clips I've seen of that game, I would be shocked if that was playable on Switch without looking like a polygonal mess. Looking like the PS1 Harry Potter game. Right. Hagrid's face is just painted to a model. To be fair, though, it might be worth buying. That's the thing. (laughs) See, if they actually went all in on that and got like people who really like making PlayStation One graphics, if you just said, "Hey, we're making this game, but it's all PS One graphics," people would buy that. Oh yeah, Mm. people people bought that fucking Bloodborne PlayStation One thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the, the. It needs to stop, and it's finally stopping next year. Suicide Squad is only the new stuff. Uh, fucking um, Spider Man is only the new stuff. Um, uh, Jedi Survivor is next gen exclusive. Yep, okay. that's another one. Good, good, fucking good. <laughs> Finally, just Jesus fucking Christ! Like, I get that stuff got delayed due to the pandemic, but like, that, there's no reason they should be a PS4 version of Resident Evil Four. There's no reason for that. Why'd you do it? Money. Why's well, you know, especially because, like, and I get that you can get expressive results, but think how much better the PS5 results can be if you didn't have to 
have your lowest spec target be shit. Yeah. Think about it. Think about how awesome it could be. What is what is that uh, breaking point? What is that point uh, money wise when it it just doesn't worth I, it to? Uh, uh, well, yeah. Then you think all the time and money it's taking to make that port happen. Right. You know, like holy fuck. You start looking at this, like the amount of uh, energy that is going into putting out just these older consoles. Uh, yeah, just we'll see yeah but it seems like the the change is happening and uh <laughs> this illustrates why right here yeah and, and 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 man think think about in like a year the the kind of shit we'll be getting in 2024 when people finally are fully utilizing them mm-hmm. jesus yep. fucking christ like like that's like i got a taste from ratchet and clank Yep. And demon souls. And yep. I'm like, come on, fuckers! <laughs> Do it! Pull the trigger! Uh. <laughs> Let's see some incredible looking games. Oh, uh, lordy. All right. Well, yep. that's that. Yep. Um, how many PS5s need to be in the fucking wild to make it happen? I don't know. What's the number now? That's a good question. Um, Let's take a look. Huh? Um, over twenty-five million. Okay, as of November. Okay, Jeez. that's you know that's that that should be enough, mm-hmm. man. Um, all right. So Tesla <laughs> includes a new update where there you can play Steam games on your fucking Tesla. Um, they they made. The shit? Pro- <laughs> That's all I gotta say. It's just what the shit. Yeah. Uh, so, so are you a console guy, a PC guy, or a Tesla guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tesla Master Race. Yep. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jesse, are you gonna move all your gaming to Tesla? Yes, absolutely. I will sit in my car <laughs> that I don't own all day. Uh, well, well, how much is a payment on a Tesla these days? Like five hundred dollars? Oh. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, because I when I was making really good money, I briefly thought about it, um, and then I was like, "Wait, I live in an area that's cold." Uh, <laughs> yeah, their, no. <laughs> their, their cheap one is the Model S, right? That's the cheap one. No, oh, no, that's the expensive one. I think. Yeah, it's the Model Y. I think. I thought it was the Model Three. I want to say, but maybe oh, yeah, it is the Model Three. Uh, all right, hold on. These are good names. These are good names that aren't confusing at all. At all, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I stand by the statement Joe and I said years ago where it was just... You you just call... Wow, the price on these fuckers went up. I bet. Um, yeah, they used to be like $39,000. Now they're like fucking forty six. Oof. All right. Let's... See what's the cheapest you can get a fucking Tesla that has these features in it. Um, all right, does it specific? Does it call out a model? Oh, it's only Model S and X that have this. Yep. So it's so it's you're already looking at bolt fucking dear god. Yep. This is already gonna be dumb. Oh my god, that's a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar car. Yep. What? Uh, all right, I'm gonna find the cheapest one. Jesus, hundred and five thousand dollar car. You'd be paying sixteen hundred dollars a month. 
<sighs> Play your Steam games. I'm good. <laughs> yep, no thanks. I'm good. Uh, um, let's see. Up, hold on, let me, let me look at the Model X. Maybe it's cheaper. No, it's way more expensive. Cool, great. Two, $2,200 a month to play Steam games in your fuck car. Oh, fuck. Whatever, man. There's ways to hook that shit up on your own for far less. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't gotta, the... um, for road trips, my wife bought a portable monitor that hooks onto the back of a chair. It plays in 1080p. There you go. And just hook whatever, like your Switch, your Steam Deck, your laptop, whatever you want to it, and play it in the back of the car. Like, there you go. Done. There you go. Don't need this nonsense. Um, But yes, it is part of their holiday update for new Model S and X owners because uh, it's the the Plaid models released last year, which utilize AMD RDNA 2 GPUs in their infotainment system. Um, Tesla system is also compatible with wireless controllers and Bluetooth controllers. And the ability to boot up your favorite PC game from a Tesla. Uh, um, yeah. If you're in the market for a Bluetooth controller, might I recommend an 8-bit Pro? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Throwing it out there. If, if any of you have a Tesla and are looking to buy a Bluetooth controller. Tesla wasn't entirely clear in its Twitter thread about boundaries surrounding when owners can actually play video games in their vehicles, but they expect they'll only be offered when the vehicle is parked. Still, the company came under fire last year for allowing games to be played in moving vehicles. Eventually, Tesla issued an over-the-air update to lock the function. Presumably, that locker remains in place, keeping drivers and passengers alike from engaging distracted driving. Yeah. 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 Alrighty. So, uh, there's that. That's the thing. Yep. I just thought it was funny and weird, so there you go. It is. Uh, another funny and weird thing is <laughs> fucking Crisis Core Reunion, the super high-res version of that wonderful PSP game that's probably the best Final Fantasy game in the past 15 years. It's been getting some uh, good reviews on, like, everything. Yeah, so. it's because it's, it's a great fucking game. Uh, it's, it, 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 like I said, out not counting 14... It is literally the best Final Fantasy after 10. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, like they, straight up, if there are these, there's this mansion with these portraits and you would look at the portraits and they have a Getty Images watermark on them. <laughs> <laughs> you're, supposed to, you're supposed to crop shit. those out. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, no, like, the fuck, guys? That's amazing. Now, there was another news story uh, this week where apparently the that Rick and Morty guys game used AI. Oh, High on Life. Yes, on High on Life used AI art, um, mm-hmm. which has some ethical issues uh, of using a product that steals other people's work without their permission to create AI stuff. And th- this, I, I support this. Just take from Getty. Fuck Getty. You'll probably get sued, but you know what? <laughs> right? right? <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. we need a painting in this crisis core game whatever throw it in there no Uh, one noticed in the psp because it was so small probably (laughs) right yeah (laughs) and that's on tvs now man (laughs) (laughs) whoops uh that'd be really amazing if they started just remaking a bunch of psp games and just getty images is just over everything 
yeah, like Square Enix just had this bad habit. They had something <laughs> similar happen in Kingdom Hearts not that long ago, too. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. It's super fucking funny. God um, damn it. Okay, so, yeah, that was a funny thing. All right, last story. Yeah. Last news story. Last news story, which I we did not uh, include on our docket in the video version, but hey, it's here. Yeah, sorry about that. Eh, it's fine. Um, we're trying to make a quicker, lighter, yes, more lethal show. podcast show. Yep. Uh, Microsoft refers to the lack of Activision Blizzard or the lack of Xbox exclusives as why the ActaBliz deal should be approved. The FTC's case is really based on a market that identified what they say two companies and two products, Sony and Microsoft. Uh, so the administrative law judge is going to have to decide whether going from 59 to 60 is such a danger to competition that he should stop this from moving forward. Uh, then he also pointed out PlayStation has 286 exclusive games compared to Xbox's 59. So, yeah. I mean, that's... I, I, I don't think that's a, a terrible argument. I also think that they have said multiple fucking times that they have no intention of making this shit exclusive. But who can trust their word? I'm sorry. Yeah, right. You can say that. You can say you that. Can that, say that all you want. want. Turn around and do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes, absolutely. It is Microsoft, and they're a bunch of motherfuckers. But you know, like, sorry, it, mom. If, <laughs> does your mom watch this? She does. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, this is mom. <laughs> Oh lordy! Yeah, it, I I do think it's funny that Xbox just came out and said it. Like, yeah, we all knew this was the reason, but no one was just saying it directly. And here it is. It's like we can't put fucking games out. We can't. What we're 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 not great at it. We're I don't know what's going on. So we're gonna buy some studios to get some games out. I, I, I just think, like, and this is coming from a completely different side of the fucking company, mind you, but, like, I just think Microsoft's structure is not built for conducive, like, making games. Hmm. And the only reason, like, the good games used to come out, like, on the original Xbox and 360 is because, like, good people uh, were just, like, like, said, no, 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 you don't touch this. Dude, mm. Corporate jackass. No, no, no. Fuck off. Yep. Yep. Um, and like, you know, and I, I think Phil Spencer is trying to do that, but maybe the powers that be just make it harder than it had, was in the past. But yeah. Um, you know, <sighs> man. It, so this, this revolves entirely around Call of Duty, right? Like, this isn't. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, like, look, the other, there, there are other stuff out there that is really, really fucking big. Absolutely. Sure. Um, you know, like, like getting, you know, there, there's plenty of stuff on there that's just, like, Diablo's huge, Warcraft's huge, Crash Bandicoot's pretty big, like, like, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's what is the best-selling game every year? COD. Yeah. And, it, you know, if, if to make this fucking deal go through, look, Microsoft's going to get this deal to fucking happen. With, with concessions or none, we'll see. Yeah, but they're going to make it happen. And if that concession is, we got to put Call of Duty on PlayStation day and date for a very long time, they're going to do it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like because they don't give a shit about that because they're they're going to they're going to be like, "Well, 
why would you even then why would you get a playstation if you want to play cod because on our version you're getting the dlc first or you're getting um or you're getting uh the, the it for free in quotes via game pass you know right like there's yeah th- there's no that th- there's there there's no fucking uh way around that you know like like they're, they're, it's just is what it is i i don't know man i i i personally don't think the deal is that like like i think the deal is huge but on the other hand it's also like well knowing the way microsoft functions if it doesn't go through by some miracle they're just gonna shrug and go all right cool we're gonna go buy a million other things so there you go pretty much that's what's gonna mm-hmm. happen yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh you know i uh, will we'll, we'll see we'll see that mm-hmm. i imagine this will go through in some form or fashion but yeah um and you know and it's you know will it be good for microsoft yes will it be good for the games industry as a whole probably not <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is this is a big step in a long range of steps across multiple uh, groups to buy mm-hmm. up people who who make video games, and that is a problem. Um, yep. When when does that get broken up? Who knows? Yeah, and like I've been more interested in indie games recently. Like I'm super excited for Tree Pang Two and Sea of Stars and a bunch of other you know a bunch of other games it's a great um, time to be into games that aren't uh part of these giant uh gaming companies as well so yes absolutely 100 110 percent mm-hmm. um you know um yeah uh you know and we'll we'll see how it goes yeah but, uh more we will be continue to follow this story Yes. Uh, all right. So, hey guys, hey. we played video games this week. Did we? Yep. I did at least. Damn. I did. I uh, I finished God of War. God of I, War. I finished it. Uh, it's spectacular. That game is uh, the, 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 like that game. Uh, it tugs at your heartstrings. The combat is spectacular. If you're playing it in 4K on PS5, it's probably the best fucking looking game of the year uh <laughs> it's it just yeah it, it the soundtrack is awesome i've been listening to it on in my downtime uh yeah it's it's just nothing but wins uh that, that game is uh, uh th- this is my big these are so i'm gonna do minor spoiler here um you play a couple of small sections of the game as atreus I think one of those goes on way too long. Like, way, way too long. Like, the first time you play as him, it feels like forever. Mm. Oh, when you... Yeah, you go to the, that one of the Nine Realms as him. Yeah. We need to get back to Midgard as uh, uh, and you find Freya? I think that's that no. first one. No, sorry, no, the second one then. Okay, the second one. Yeah, that second part did run a little long. It's so fucking long, and it's just, it drags, and I'm just like, I don't care. 
And, like, his combat is good, but it's not nearly as good as Kratos. Mm. And, like, it's, it's a nice change of pace. Um, and, it's, and it's cool to see him grow as a character, but, like, it's not what I feel like I'm here for. So, I do have a question for you. What yes. did you think about um, channeling uh, Treyas' rage? Um, that was fine. Like yeah. that, it, it was sa- same mechanic, different visuals, essentially. Like, uh, I'm going to get big mad, but instead of being like a berserker rage Kratos, I turn into a bear or a wolf. Yeah. So, you know, like it's a giant bear or wolf, mind you, but still. Um, there are a couple of fun. The game has some really cool set pieces. Um, I do feel that the ending, like Ragnarok proper, is a little rushed. Mm. Um, and so, so that's that's kind of a complaint I have. Is just like eh, this could be a little faster. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where uh. It, it it you know it's it's a better more refined version of that first game. Um, side quests are great. Uh, that they're they, they flesh out the world in a very interesting way. Uh, you know, like get getting to hear all the context of the fucked up shit Odin did in all the nine realms. Mm-hmm. Um, and people trying to like who assisted him trying to atone for that shit. Um, so yeah, that was, it's, it was very cool. Um, it's definitely one of my front runners for my game of the year. For sure. hundred percent. Okay. Good. Um, Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was that. And then I played a whole fuck ton of World of Warcraft. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, I love, I, I absolutely love Endgame for this. Uh, it, it is like literally nothing is a requirement except for gearing. There's no conduits, no soul binds, no extra bullshit you need to do. You you just run the dungeons. You get the gear to run harder dungeons or the raid. Well, it's shit. awesome, great, perfect. Blizzard, good job. Uh, I haven't gotten into the raid yet. I'm hoping to do it tonight. Uh, after my uh, Azure exams, um, yeah, it, that that's another thing where it looks uh, that that thing does look cool though. I've been watching the World First race. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's just the classes I picked, Jesse, but Warrior and Mage are fun as fuck. They are super fun. Like Warrior, I am never not pressing a button, and I have like seven buttons to eight buttons to press. Along with my, you know, random one-off buttons, like sound, yeah. Like a lot of people are saying, this is probably the best a lot of their classes have ever felt. This is definitely the best prop warriors felt since Wrath. Mm-hmm. Like uh, eh, maybe Wad, because I definitely feel like I'm just playing Gladiator spec, even though it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I think that most of the classes feel really good. I've been, uh, you know, I've heard from uh, David that Druid feels super fun. Uh, everyone I know who rolls a hunt, you're the only person I know who plays Hunter who isn't like, this is super fun. Holy shit. Um, that said, a lot of them are playing survival, to be fair. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of good things about survival. 
Um, I love the fact that you can just change spec anywhere except uh, during a mythic or PvP. Like, so you can just be like, oh man, alright, this raid encounter or this thing requires me to be this. Bloop. I'm this. Done. Quick. Easy. Painless. Fun. Uh, Yeah, they, they... The the biggest thing that I've heard people complaining about is the way bad luck protection it works hmm. in this in this game because um in, in any MMO that you generally want some level of bad luck protection uh because for gearing because you you don't want to have you know because you don't want to have that scenario where you're not getting any gear for you know, more than a week or two because of the fact that your RNG is just shit, you know? And in the past, their solution to this was badges, their solution, you know, they they had a million different solutions for this. Mm -hmm. The solution this time around is the crafted gear. The thing is, though, is to get the really high-end crafted gear, the 382 stuff, you have to farm a lot of this uh, one. This one mat. Um, it is. It is called. Uh, pr- it is called. Uh, what is it? Primal. Um, primal chaos. And uh, realistically, if you g- like, if you want to farm enough of that to make anything uh, that's really like super meaningful, you're gonna be. You're gonna be doing a lot of dungeon grinding and uh, just, well, content in general, in all honesty. Um, so, and that's and that's kind of where I think a lot of people are upset uh, as far as that's concerned. I don't know. I personally haven't had many issues gearing. Um, I'm, I'm not fully epicked out yet. I'm missing a couple of pieces. But I am item level 373, and I'm doing low-level mythics just fine. And everything I've heard about the the raid is uh, another case of that, where it's, yeah, you're not going to have many problems. So. All right. Um, what, I, what I'm saying is, my friend, is uh, keep with it. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. What else do you play? Um, I think that actually. Oh no, I played a little bit of Hades. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I like I that Game Awards trailer and like the recently the soundtrack popped onto my uh, Apple Music and I was I listened to it. And I was like, fuck, I should play some more Hades. Yeah, a little Hades. <laughs> Nothing really big to report there. And then, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 everything. Uh, exp- uh, I'm going to try and get into Elden Ring over the holiday. We'll see <laughs> if I succeed. Need to get there. Mm. Good luck. Good luck. Yep. Agreed. Uh, speaking of, just at some point earlier this week, I just fired up Elden Ring for an hour because uh, I hate myself, mm-hmm. and oh, it, uh went about as well as I expected. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that's still Elden Ring. In case, in case you thought Elden Ring changed, it has not. That is still Elden Ring. Um, Fair enough. And 
yeah that was about it i had plans uh to do some more pokemon and things like that and then i just got sick and and couldn't do anything so uh i'm afraid i have little beyond that to report okay fair enough ninja what did you play I played three games this week. All three right. new games this week. Uh, the first is High on Life. Oh, okay. Uh, so very interesting things about that. Go on. There's. <laughs> I, I read a Steam review that I think encapsulates that game very well. Mm-hmm. Pro. It's a Justin Roiland game. Con. It's a Justin Roiland game. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you like that sense of humor, and I know that that sense of humor is very hit or miss for a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, if you like that sense of humor, it's a really good game. Um, the the guns that talk to you are hilarious. Um, there's a lot of of like equipping. There's a lot of back and forth with the with what the gun says and what you're doing. Um, the people you interact with are pretty funny. There's uh, a lot of like body fluid jokes. So if you're not into body fluid jokes, probably not the the game or the sense of humor style for you. Okay. But I I had a lot of fun with it. My wife watched me play through it, and she thought it was hilarious. Um, so if if it's on Game Pass, so if you've got Game Pass, it's free. Um, nice. And I encourage folks to give it a shot. I I I got it downloaded. That that that's one that I'm very interested in. But there's a scene where um where there's a section where you're told to wait for an hour for a character to show up. Mm-hmm. You can do that. I encourage you not to. Uh, <laughs> Why? What? What? <laughs> just explore a little bit, otherwise you will literally just be sitting there for an hour waiting for this character to show up. Great. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, <laughs> okay, it's it's so good. It's it's such a funny game. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, next game I played is called Melatonin, uh, which is a rhythm game. It came out on I think it came out on Thursday. Um, it's a about a guy who is dream goes to sleep and is dreaming of all these things, and it's very much in the style of Rhythm Heaven. So if you played Rhythm Heaven on the DS and you enjoyed it, this game is pretty much exactly exactly that. Cool. All right. Yeah. Do you, do you gotta? Is there, is there anything as good as that wrestling game from that one where you interview the lucha wrestler? Oh right, and you're like you're talking, and then you give it over to him, and then the crowd like erupts. And um, there there are some good some good mini games in this one. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the final cool. final thing I played is Chained Echoes. Don't know what that is. Go on. It's uh, free. It's also free on Game Pass. I I purchased it, but it's free on Game Pass. It's a JRPG, and yeah. it's a classic turn based JRPG made by one guy and a composer. Wow. His and you can you can see this in the game, but his um, primary influences. Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Xenogears, all of the Ivalice games. So it's tactics. There are, this isn't a strategy game, but tactics, Final Fantasy XII, the Ivalice stuff from Final Fantasy XIV. Um, Xenogears, Xenogears is huge, hugely influential on this game. It's, it's, if you like those classic JRPGs, you are going to love this game. 
Okay. Uh, okay. It is yep. so good, and it kicks off right from the beginning, throws you into the middle of a war. It like it is just so good. The music is great. The gameplay is tight. It's got a like the interesting mechanic is this overdrive meter, and the idea is that you're trying to balance um, like being calm to being like in this rage state where you you take more damage, or uh, to being in like this overdrive state, and you're trying to balance this meter as you attack and are attacked. Um, it's mm. it's a really fun game. It's really good. Damn. In fact, I woke up at like five o'clock this morning to continue playing. It is <laughs> it is so good. Okay. That that is a glowing endorsement. Yeah. If you no love classic JRPGs, or if you want you want like that feeling of nostalgia from a classic JRPG, this is the game to play. Fair. Nice. Okay. It looks good. Um. It's very good. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, that leaves uh, M. What do you got going on? Um, let's see. I finished the story for Ratchet and Clank. Nice. Ooh, nice. Okay. nice. Shorter game, um, but very good. Yeah. Let's see. I went back into Infamous, as I do. Of course. Which one? The first one? Second one? Second song. Second song. Okay. Great game. Nice. That's, that's my jam. That's yeah. my shit. Um, and went into uh, Dreamlight Valley to work a little more on my village and all that. So there that's you go. Pretty nice. much it. I don't know if you caught um the episode last week, Aaron, but I have three new villagers. Oh, do you? I do. All right. I have Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Good. I have Woody. Okay. And I have Stitch. There you go. All right. Cute little okay. blue alien who plays the ukulele when you're not talking to him. Hell yeah. It's cute. That's great. <laughs> Stitch is great. Stitch is awesome. Yes. Uh, um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Nice. Okay. I think that's it for us then. All right. Well, uh, well uh, then the question left for us is uh, our streaming schedule. Uh, is fucked. Is fucked. Royally. Um, yeah, we're figuring out stuff to do uh, with that. Uh, we'll best we can say is, hey, we'll keep you updated. Uh, best way to keep updated with us is on our Discord, uh, which if you head to our Twitch page, uh, we have a link to the Discord there. Uh, that's where we tend to post stuff. Um, sometimes we try to post our social medias as well. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, which is why Discord's a safer bet. But hey, uh, we'll try to keep you updated. Uh, our Halo show is uh, delayed for the time being. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah, but we are trying to play games. I know Bronze is trying to play a bunch of games before the end of the year. As am I. Maybe we can turn that into a stream. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yes, I don't. I don't know when, but yep. I. Yep. I um but yeah so uh yeah this week i'm out of town next week we'll probably i'll probably be able to stream some and then more holidays yep fuck i may try to stream something so we'll see yep uh all right well uh, that that would be it ladies and gentlemen uh we love y'all uh keeping the discord keeping the everywhere all at once all the time Keep in touch, uh, please. We miss yes. you. Yes, yes, we miss you. We're lonely. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, wait! Oh. I actually forgot something. World of Warcraft. The World First Race is going on. It sure is. 
that is happening and uh currently echo and liquid are both tied at six of eight last i checked mm. damn so um will they get it cleared before the first week um, we'll tune in this race is out. really interesting this week is this this race in particular is really interesting because they released all the difficulties at the same time oh interesting so so that way that so that means like part of the time they're doing the raid part of the time they're also going back to get gear from the lower difficulties they're like fuck we need more gear right uh, <laughs> it is an interesting so, take on it huh yeah like I, I i was just like oh that is fucking brilliant that's so <laughs> awesome um so yep uh all right guys well uh yeah thanks for tuning in bye yep see you later thank you for listening to super gamecast 2 hey we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch, so if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later.